Welcome back, welcome back, the love talk. Okay, that's too long. Uh-uh. So, hey guys, what's up? This is a Mother Day special, and I'm sitting hey. here with an amazing mother, a first-time mother. Hey. I mean, not really, because she's been sunning y'all niggas. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitches is my son. Hello. I don't know the rest of the words. I don't know the rest of the words either, but... And she didn't say the B word. I did. Wow. It's a Mother's Day special. And I'm a mother. And no, mother's they, cursed. No, they don't. Not good ones. I just offended half of our audience. <laughs> oh, this is going off great, guys. I'm going to get canceled on Mother's Day. Oh, my God, Devin. Come on. Well, first of all, um, I know we're not... It's not Mother's Day yet, but happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Um, this is a Mother's Day special, so I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask you some questions. Yeah. And you're going to answer them. It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> Bro, it's too late to be playing like this. I'm sleepy. And I gotta sit up I'm sorry, I'm turned up. Why? It's my first Mother's Day. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited for you. Okay. I've been hiding stuff all around this house for you. I know. I didn't already start looking at you. No, you better not have. Devin, come on. You really already started looking. I didn't read my cards. No, you didn't. That's why you should have took them to work with. Wow. I'm joking. That's not funny. So let me tell y'all really quickly. (laughs) So I bought some Mother's Day cards from Target because, you know, I buy the expensive stuff for my wifey, okay? Hello. So, anywho, uh, I I put them in my book bag to take them to work so Bianca doesn't see the cards. And then she said, why are you being so secretive? Yeah. Because you always have a habit of, like, why would you ball them up and hurry up and throw them in your bag? You know I'm not going to look at them. But the way Devin did it, it made me feel like it was more in the bag. So I, I questioned you. I ran up on you. Bianca, seriously? Yeah. So we're not about to have this conversation <laughs> on the Mother's Day episode. <laughs> so anyway, well, first of all, I just want to uh, first off the episode by saying happy first official Mother's Day Thank you. to you. Um, Thank you. You're an amazing mother, and I'm super, super happy we are on this journey together. Yes. Uh, uh, the fans might not, I'm sorry, the oh listeners The listeners might not Devin know. Devin want to be somebody so bad, y'all. Go ahead, babe. I'm going to let you get, get that off because it's Mother's <laughs> Day, but uh, yeah, the fans, the listeners might not know that we do have a nominal daughter. She'll be uh, ten months in three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in a couple hours, she'll be like. Uh, all right, babe, come on! You gotta go through all of that. You always gotta be so extra. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, first of all, uh, I just wanted to say. Be the first to wish you a happy mother's official Mother's Day. Thank you, babe. Um, so, with that being said, um, I just came up with some questions. Um, just as mothers, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe we have a listener, maybe not be might might not be a mother, mm-hmm. but I just want to ask some random questions. So, like, what's the greatest enjoyment you feel being a mother? Well, um, since you asked, <laughs> no, my greatest enjoyment, um, fulfillment of being a mom, um, is just watching her grow, you know, first and foremost, I think I mentioned it maybe in our first or second episode, I struggle conceiving, but we struggle conceiving because I have a condition called PCOS. Um, so I, to be honest, not that I lost all hope Mm -hmm. but you know they always say that infertility is one of the biggest things that women go through with this disorder so I always had it in my head that I would just be the auntie you know as Mm -hmm. much as I yearn for children as much as I crave being a mom 
um, I I kind of lost hope, uh-huh. not faith necessarily, but I kind of lost a little bit of hope uh-huh. that it wouldn't happen for me, you know. Um, so to be able to be here, to see her, to hold her every day, to kiss her every day, it's the simplest of things that some people might take for granted. Um, I know a lot of the times people go, oh, I need a break from my child, but like me being able to have her every single day with me mm-hmm. is the greatest blessing, is the greatest joy. And her hitting her milestones and us just being able to see her grow, um, that it gives me a level of fulfillment that I, it's just indescribable. Perfect. Really sweet. So um, I do want to talk about about this a little bit. So mm-hmm. I know you talked about your PCOS. Mm-hmm. So what kind of advice would you give to like women that do like yearn to be mothers that do struggle with like uh, fertility issues or I don't want to call them issues per se, but like disorders, disorders yeah. like fertility disorders. Like what inspirational words can you give them? Um, I would say to never give up. I know that sounds cliche, and I know me saying that sounds cliche is cliche. Um, but seriously, never give up. Um, I literally had to advocate for myself, and I really, really, really had to fight this fight, you know, with these doctors. You know, they told me that there wasn't an issue. Um, if you remember, I had surgery back in 2020 where, you know, I'm like, no, there is an issue and you guys need to figure it out. And because I was an advocate for myself, because I kept pushing, because I kept fighting, they said, you know what, something, we, we did find something and you're right. And they found a polyp that needed to be removed that caused infertility and most women with PCOS or related, um, diagnosis you know they they suffer from um polyps so never stop fighting the fight um if you yearn to be a mother you're going to be a mother and you know i wish i had someone telling me that um nothing works on our time everything is when it's supposed to happen you know if i I had it my way i would have been Mary herself having a baby you know I just wanted a baby it didn't nothing else in the the world mattered to me so um when it's supposed to happen it's going to happen on your time and I'm grateful that it did happen on this time so I know I kind of made it about myself I'm sorry I'm just again very excited about Mother's Day and being able to celebrate this but to the women who need to hear it whatever in life you want to do whether that's to be a mom um Never stop fighting. Never stop advocating for what you want. And you can be a mom in so many different ways. You know, you can adopt. You can go to um, fertility clinics and talk to fertility specialists and see what's going on, get tests done. Um, it may not be easy, but if if it's what you want, fight for it. 100%. Okay, sweet. I love that. That was a great answer. So, I have a two-part question now. Okay. So, the first question is, can you describe to me the day that you took your pregnancy test and it came out positive? Okay. The second question is, what feeling did you feel in your body? I will never forget this day, December 9th, 2020. (laughs) Um, And I'll never forget this day for two reasons. One, because that's my mother-in-law's birthday and two um it's the day that changed my life forever so 
funny story. We, um, I had been feeling sick and Devin probably all throughout November. Um, and Devin kept pestering me to take a pregnancy test. And I was in denial because I was like, I know it's not positive, Devin. And you don't understand what it's like to read a negative pregnancy test when you really want to be pregnant. Mm. And so I was sick. I was tired. I felt like I had to throw up all the time. All I wanted to do was sleep, but I was also in school taking hella classes. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that it was fatigue. You know, I was tired from school and working full time. And Devin said, babe, just take a test, take a test. And I finally cracked. I had some extra tests in the closet Mm -hmm. and I I took the test. Um, I was looking down at my phone, sitting on the toilet. I'll never forget this. Okay. I mean, it's a little, you know, it is what it is. And Devin said, how do you know if the test is positive or not? And I was getting annoyed with Devin because I'm like, babe, get out of the bathroom. Because I didn't want him to see those emotions if it turned you know, negative, I I felt like I would have been like super disappointed. Um, And I said, Devin, if it's positive, there will be two lines. And Devin goes, Bianca, and his voice just gets really, really deep and serious. And I'm looking down at my phone and I look at him and he's looking at the test and I look (laughs) over at the test and I say, oh my God, oh my God. And I just started screaming and it was a feeling like no fucking way like no um I I couldn't breathe I was hyperventilating I was like I started shaking immediately I started crying immediately and then Devin goes call your doctor call your doctor call your doctor because I explained to Devin that my doctor said if I ever became pregnant I would need to call her because she would need to put me on medication to seal the pregnancy um to avoid miscarriage as I experienced in the past. So I called the doctor's office and they are super excited because I had been going to this doctor since I was 15 years old. So they kind of know my journey and everybody that works there have been there predominantly all of my life. So to hear the excitement on the phone, I'm nervous. We're trying to figure out who to tell. We really didn't want to tell anyone, but we thought that would be a great birthday present for Devin's mom. Yes. So we definitely was like, all right, we got to crack and tell her. And if we tell her, then we got to tell my mom. But Devin actually called my brother first. Yes. And I mean, I, I, I was in shock. Like, my hands was literally shaking. Yes. Um, what was the second part of the question? Well, you kind of answered already. Okay. Like, you were in shock. So I said, what what feelings or what like emotions did you <sighs> Yeah, it, it was just. First of all, I was still in denial because I was like, no way. Like, this is not happening. In denial in a good way. Um, But, yeah, it it was one of the most shocking times of my life. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So, I don't want to make this a dark podcast Mm -hmm. because, you know, sometimes I do get a little dark. Yeah. But we do have to talk about, you know, motherhood in a sense it's some good and there's some ugly too. Yeah. So as a woman who actually has a spirit experienced a miscarriage before, mm-hmm. like what advice would you give a mother going through that right now? And it's kind of hard to celebrate Mother's Day. What yeah. advice would you give her? That's actually a good question. Um, I would say don't focus too much on the negative. Focus more on the positive. And I'm not just saying that because I have a child now. Um, you really have to be positive because 
what you don't realize is that pregnancy didn't happen for a reason. Um, that pregnancy could have made you sick. That childbirth could have made you lose your life. If you continue to, you know, go through with something. So as bad as you want it, again, when it's supposed to happen, it will happen in your time frame. One thing that um I also, not sure, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. I didn't mean it's at your time frame. But one thing that I did want to let women know is... You do not have to have a baby by a certain age or, you know, because I know a lot of us women go, oh my gosh, after 35, they say I'm high risk. They say it's it's an elder pregnancy or whatever they call it. And they freak women out. And so you have a lot of women who's not married, who's not in relationships, who may be going through, you know, PCOS or endometriosis or whatever, because they all kind of run in the same family. Um, and, you know... You might not have that pregnancy or that baby when you thought you was going to have it, but it's okay. Um, and I know what it feels like. I, to this day, still talk about my miscarriage. Um, I don't let it weigh me down as much as it used to in the past. Um, but I can say it uh, that that was a, a really tough time for me. And sometimes when I think about it, I do think about, wow, how old would that child be now? Or mm -hmm. what would they have looked like or sound like or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, just just don't beat yourself up. Things happen for a reason. Again, I know that sounds cliche, but you will make yourself worse focusing on what could have been versus what you can do to get what you want. 100%. Okay, I like that answer. Mm -hmm. That was a great answer. Um, so, uh, I'm going to kind of keep it upbeat for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I mean, go for it. It is Mother's Day. So, yeah. you know, I want all the mothers to feel appreciated. I want you guys to listen to this podcast. Even the fathers to listen to mm -hmm. the podcast of like, oh, wow, like, yeah. maybe I can do a better job even as a father. Or, hey, yeah. maybe I need to, like, cherish my wife a little bit more, my, my child's mother a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, what's the hardest part about being a mother? The hardest part about being a mom um, is wanting to protect my child from the world and people think you crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I am, I know I am super duper duper overprotective of a baby girl and I'm like that for a reason, you know, it's so much going on in the world and it took a lot for her to get here. And I was in labor for 39 hours and that's a whole work week <laughs> for yes. some people. So, you know, I, um, if I can help it, you know, and I know I can't save her from the world. Mm -hmm. I know I can't save her for, from people that's meant to do her good um, all the time, you know. But as much as I can, I'm going to try to protect her with everything in me. And if that means that people think I'm crazy or people think I'm whatever, then it's just going to have to be what it is. But it's a lonely road, you know, when you are a new mom and everybody's like, oh, you're a first time mom. That's why you act like that girl. She'll be okay. And it's like, no, I act like this because I want to act like this. And I need to protect my child as much as I possibly can. 100%. But it, it's hard when people are constantly criticizing how you are mothering or how you are parenting because you want the best for your child. Okay. I like that. So, as you know, I go to work Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm there for maybe about 10 to 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So, as a 
father that's like always at work Mm -hmm. what are some things that maybe i don't know that you go through throughout the day um i don't think you always realize like how tired i really am Mm -hmm. or how much work i really do um a lot of people say oh girl you work from home you know that oh that's good but it's like it's not good because it's a lie Mm -hmm. you know some days i just want to ball up and cry because you know she wants my attention i might have to be in a meeting and it's not that it's like oh you need to send her out or she needs to you know go to daycare or whatever no sometimes it's just like you know my baby need me and I feel so burnt out. I don't feel like I can always give her what she need in that moment. And I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't always know if I'm comforting her right. I don't even know, like, when she's crying. Like, I mean, what is it that you want? But for you, I don't think that you always see how tough it is for me because I do it with ease. I'm always going to, like, at the end of the day, no matter how I'm feeling, I'm always going to parent with ease. I'm always going to try my hardest to not let my child see that I'm distressed and that I sometimes don't know and I'm trying to figure it out as a new mom. Um, But I'm never going to make her feel like that. However, I can comfort her. I'm going to comfort her. But when you get home, you know, sometimes I have dinner ready. Sometimes the house is clean. And sometimes she's like, like yesterday, you know, I'm like, oh, I walked the dog. She had a bath. We ate, you know, this, this, that, and the third. And it, you was like, oh, babe, you did a good job. You got it, you know, really figured out and worked out. But little do you know, I was burnt out. Like, I was tired, you know, and having to take care of her all day long by myself. And, you know, having to feed her and constantly change diapers and give her a bath and keep her entertained. So that I'm engaging with her and trying to fulfill her in every aspect of her little life. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And I don't think you always see how much I have to do during the week. And so for me, sometimes it's a little a little frustrating and a little lonely again, because when you come home, all of her needs have been met for the Mm -hmm. most part. So you can come in and kind of kick your shoes off and be the fun parent. And I've been like stressing all day on making sure I'm meeting her quality of life in every way possible. Okay, I understand that. Well, I will try to do a better job, just you know, letting you relax and kick your feet up um, once I do get home. Uh, so yeah, so thank you for you know that word, <laughs> the words of affirmation. I need to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Come on now. All right. So uh, no, I mean, I will, but I will admit, like I am like kind of like the fun parent because like with you is like. You have to be sure, and let's so let's talk about that too. Mm-hmm. So you chose a natural right route. You want to like you breastfeed her, mm-hmm. uh, even with her food. Like you don't feed her table food yet, mm-hmm. I mean, or she like nibbles on it. Like we don't yeah, like she... we fully debauched her into table yeah, food. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? What was? What was some of the reasons you went the natural route? I went the natural route because I'm more of a holistic person. Mm-hmm. If you notice, I rarely take medicine. I can be in pain, even in the hospital, I never hit, really hit my epidural, even mm-hmm. though I had one, um, because we opted to get a C-section, um, just because of everything that was going on, but I barely hit the epidural, pen, you know, pen, and they're like, hit it, hit it, and I'm like, I don't really need it, like, I don't want to be pumping all of that in my body, I mean, I literally have to take Excedrin if my headache has been going on all day long, but 
I try my very hardest to be as holistic as I possibly can. So I know I don't always make the best food choices, which I am trying to do better. It's hard, but I will not let my child start off bad. Like I, we have to do better for her. So me going the holistic route was more so like, I'm, I'm going to take motherhood by the balls, excuse me, or whatever I could by the boob. That's better. I don't take... want you to get canceled. Because... <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything offensive. I'm, I had to make my two canceled jokes of podcast. Okay. All right, so you took motherhood by... Uh... By the boob, literally. Yeah, that's what you did there. <laughs> and um, no, but it is really important for me to make sure she has the best nutrition as possible. She has the best care as possible. Again, this is coming from a mom who didn't think that this would ever happen. And no, no shade to the moms that have to use formula mm-hmm. and that put a whole bunch of rice and whatever in the baby bottles. And you do what you need to do for your child. But for me, even if we have more children and are blessed, I'm always going to take the holistic and natural route as possible to make sure that her, again, <laughs> to make sure that her quality of life um, is met and mm-hmm. fulfilled. And I mean, I just wanted to do it. I heard great things about breastfeeding and having that bond with your child. And um, now that we're nine months, almost 10 months deep, that is going to be cut short. <laughs> I'm still going to pump and give her breast breast milk but the teeth and the biting you know it's it's a lot so um to the point where I'm feeling pain and I'm gonna push it out as much as I possibly can um but yeah sweet that was great so uh when we talked about your natural journey which Mm -hmm. is amazing Mm -hmm. so let's talk about you in the hospital so like what's the one memory of the hospital where it's like and I know these are like spur of the moment questions, mm-hmm. so you didn't really get a time time to think about them. Mm-hmm. But if you could just think about one memory you can just kind of pull from the air in the hospital, what's your like one hospital story? My one hospital story is pretty sad actually. Um, when they told me that I was still at three centimeters after being admitted for two days. I was just like, I instantly felt failure. Like, I felt like a failure. Um, And I know the doctors and the nurses were like, no, no, don't cry. You remember I bust out crying. Mm -hmm. And um, I just felt like a failure because I felt like my body was failing me. My body was failing my baby. And, um, you know, that's that's a lot to put on a woman. but I looked at you and I said, babe, are we C-section? And you, you just kind of like cut me off and told the doctor, we're going the C-section route. You didn't want to see me in pain. And deep down that made me feel good because I felt like I wasn't alone. I felt like in that moment I felt super supported. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, our nurse kind of like, I don't know if you remember but she kind of like said a little prayer with us and um she was super nice Mm -hmm. and then they started prepping me for surgery and the the, so that was kind of like my my sad moment because it was just like i really did not want to be cut i wanted i envisioned like my birthing plan going exactly how i wrote it out 
I was ready to push. I really wanted my mom to be there because she had stayed the night with us. So I thought I was going to have that support of both of you guys. And I was like preparing myself to push, not to be cut open. And um, so that was tough for me. Mm-hmm. But a happy moment, um, guys, was when Devin, mm-hmm. we were in the OR, <laughs> and they had to tell Devin to step behind the curtain several times because Devin kept trying to see how they was cutting me. And they was telling him, like, sir, you got to, you know, just move back. You can't be this far down. And he, you know, he's like, he was asking questions. And I was going in and out because of the anesthesia. But I could just hear Devin like, why is my eye, my wife's eyes rolling in the head? And I was like, my boy. Because I prepped Devin and I said, if I'm ever unable to speak for myself, you better show out in that hospital. <laughs> and Devin was on it. He was like, why is my, my wife's eyes rolling in the back of her head? And she looks like, is my wife okay? And Devin was hyper. But then as they started cutting deeper and deeper and they was pulling baby girl out, Devin was like, babe, babe, that's it, that's it. It was almost like I was pushing in a sense, even though I wasn't, but mentally it felt that way because you was like, that's it. She, she about to come out, she about to come out. Babe, come on, we here, we here. And you was screaming and you was so excited and you was like, babe, oh my God, she's here, she's here. And you, st- I don't know if you was crying. 100% crying. But I figured you were, but you were like <laughs> so over the moon excited and you was like letting me know like, Because I was going in and out, because I couldn't see what was going on, and I'm laid out on the table, you know, you was like, babe, she's here, babe, she's coming, babe, you know, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful, babe, 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 babe. And you was like right over there at the station looking at her, making sure they was doing what they wanted to do. And deep down inside, although I couldn't move, I was just like that's my boy like you know you did that and so that was like one of the best moments for me because I had tears coming out of the side of my eyes I couldn't but I couldn't move and I hear Shiloh cry and I just go like no no like I was in denial and I'm like she's not here she's like oh my gosh she's really here she's really here and I'm freaking out inside but nobody can see because I'm on medicine and they come over and they say you want to give her a kiss and they allowed me to kiss her on her cheek and i have a picture of my phone as soon as they rolled me in the room i don't know who put her in my hands and i'm crying like you just like i'm just crying and i will never ever 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 forget that moment because <sighs> what's wrong baby it's just a tears of excitement because I never thought that I would be a mom and I'm so grateful for her I'm just so grateful and I'm so so happy that I got to do it with you and I'm sorry to get emotional I'm not sorry you know it's just I'm just it's tears of joy just tears of excitement because for somebody who wanted for so long and she's here you know, and I have those memories and those stories to go back on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it it takes my breath away every time I talk about it. And it's, it's tears of enjoyment and just excitement and just yes. love and 
My heart is so full. So. It does. Well, um, I love you. <laughs> well, thank you for just helping us get a million listeners. Um, but on a serious note. I do. I love my daughter. I love her so much. And I pray that any woman that wanted, I pray that God do it for her, you know. Because it's it's a beautiful thing that you just, whew, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I've never, besides us getting married and, you know, this journey, just this relationship in general, just changing my life. Mm-hmm. My daughter is like, changed the game for me forever. So That's good, babe. Ooh, I was not expecting that. That was good. It was authentic. That's what we get at the Love Talk podcast. The real. Ah, you, you don't even sound right. Cause you just <laughs> <laughs> can't be a thug right now. I'm in mommy mode. So, well, first of all, that was very, thank you for just pouring your heart into the mic. Yeah. Uh, That was real. So, and I think just to kind of, I'm going to wrap this up soon because like Mm -hmm. I said, it's just a Mother's Day special. Mm -hmm. You wanted to stop by, show love to the mothers. Yes. I want to definitely show some love to my beautiful wife. Thank you, babe. On her first official you can actually hold the baby yes, Mother's Day. Yes, yes. I was pregnant last Mother's Day. Yes. So, um, so we still celebrated you, but it's just We not still the celebrated, same. but it's not the same. Yeah. Like, this is our first Mother's Day together mm-hmm. as a family, mm-hmm. as mommy, as my little mini-me. So, yep. so yeah. So, we're going to celebrate you today. So, today you relax. Um, we got about an hour until Mother's Day, mm-hmm. but we wanted to hurry up and knock out this podcast because my goal is to edit it tonight and then upload it mm-hmm. for Mother's Day so people can listen to it if they choose to listen to it on Mother's Day. Absolutely. Or they can just, you know, listen to it any day. Or I just want you guys to listen to this podcast and realize, hey, mothers go through a lot. Yeah. As and Mother's as Day is not just one day. It's every day because... Mm-hmm. Mothers are the ones, and no shade to the dads because you guys do a lot, but mothers are the ones that have to figure it out. Mommy can't not be good. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't, as a mother, I can't take a day off. You know, I have to do it whether I'm sick, whether I'm feeling bad mentally, physically, emotionally. I have to show up for her every day. And so a lot of people don't see that and understand that mothers really, really go through it. And shout out to just like the single mothers. Cause mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends who are single moms and they do it every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moms that are married, I'm married. So I do have your help. But like I said, sometimes it's a lonely road because you don't understand what I have to go through on a daily basis. So I just, I'm shouting out all moms. And really quick, I know you were trying to wrap this up, but the moms who are like moms, like if you have anybody in your life that don't have children, but they show up, the aunts that don't have kids, you know, the the friends that have gone through multiple miscarriages or have trouble conceiving, but they take care of everybody else's kids. Show her love, you know, mm-hmm. because Mother's Day is more than just a mother that birthed a child uh, or a mother that adopted a child. Mothers are figure, you know, women that play a role in in these kids' lives. It always say, you know, they always say it takes a village. And sometimes that village have, have those friends and those aunties and whoever else that step up and, you know, and help out. So 
I'm showing love to all women tomorrow or, you know, yeah, I I just had to say it. No, definitely. And I think that's very important because a lot of times you do forget the the women that, hey, maybe that's not their child, but they step up and they do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. We do forget about the aunties sometimes that don't have kids. Mm -hmm. But hey, they at every graduation, they Mm -hmm. had every birthday. Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out to all the mothers Mm -hmm. and all the women. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just wanted to say, first of all, happy first official Mother's Thanks, Day. Thanks, babe. Um, I hope you have an amazing... Not hope. We're going to have an amazing day. Because I already got everything planned out. We're going to have a great time. Um, Devin I, been tiptoeing around the house, asking me to call him before I come in here, y'all. I don't know what he got going on. Because I had to, you know, yeah, yeah, I had yeah, to get out of the girl. I had yada, to get out the door. The yada mean, the mean, the yada mean. and the cheeks. <laughs> All right. All right. So, anywho, um, well, thank you guys for tuning in for the Mother's Day podcast. Yes. Um, like I said, we couldn't, we wouldn't be here without our mothers, mm-hmm. um, whether they were in our lives or not. So mm-hmm. we still just want to say thank you for giving birth to us. And our mothers was in our life. What you? I'm talking about just Oh, everybody. Oh, okay, okay. Bianca. I'm sorry. You know I got a persona to keep up Babe. from the trap house. Oh, Devin, come on in. Come on, shout out gang gang. Uh-uh. But, um, <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, like long story, we wouldn't be here without a mother. Yeah. So, therefore, yeah. just shout out to all the mothers. Yeah. And that goes for if active mothers, non-active mothers, it mm-hmm. don't matter. Thank you guys mm-hmm. for bringing us here mm-hmm. and allowing us to just be able to love on you guys mm-hmm. and being able to depend on you guys and just being just everything to us. Yeah. Um, I never met like me personally, you know how I feel about my mother. I know how you feel about your mother. Like our mothers are like a big my, like a big what's the word I'm looking for? A big a, a figure. They're a big yeah. figure in our life, you know. So with that being said, shout out to all the mothers, mm-hmm. whether you have kids or you don't have kids, mm-hmm. happy Mother's Day to every woman in the world right now, whether yes. whether even if you are like young, it don't matter. Like if you if you are a big sister, you taking care of your little brother. How long? That's that's a, a mother role model. Yes, because so, I was definitely a mother way before I had baby girls. So, <laughs> so with that being said, Happy Mother's Day. We love y'all here at the Love Talk Podcast. Yes, Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. And yeah, keep doing y'all thing. All right, so the, 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 the Love Talk podcast with Devin and Bianca. And we out. Bye. Bye.